92 Pathfinder, right? Clutch is slipping, so I think it's the transmission. You wanna check it out for me? Sure. Yeah. You may call the shop sometime. All right. I'm running things. I'm running things. Yo, this is Scott. I'm here every week. Every week. I gotta get on up in here, yo. Had a ball. Oh, man, I think we had two balls. <laughs> he had so many balls. You could have played some pool up in this piece. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, y'all playing pool again? I can't be in the M4, leave him alone. Hey, y'all check out Phyllis? That's Phyllis. You didn't see the crying game? You didn't look at the neck? You don't check out the neck, fool. I want to put them uh, hickeys on it. I've been sucking on it all night. <laughs> ah. They were all men. It's your motherfucking boy, King Known Uncensored, on this wonderful, beautiful Friday. I got two albums that I reviewed, and we're going to have a couple of conversations about that. Because there is this GOAT conversation, man. It's moving, baby. Eh. We might, I don't know, man. We'll talk about it in a moment. But. First things first, and not that whack-ass show with that whack-ass sportscaster with the long nose on it, but we talk about, man, Dwight Howard, (laughs) Cotton 
candy sweet gold. That nigga wants some Tootsie Rolls. Now, y'all thought Jalen Green is bad. We got to go with the original version of Jalen Green. Dwight motherfucking Howard. So this dude is being sued by somebody claiming that Dwight Howard and another man took his cookies, took his boy pussy from him. Damn, Dwight, say it ain't so. Don't tell me Dwight ain't out, Dwight, Dwight Howard on that Fleece Johnson. Don't tell me Dwight Howard ain't out here taking boy pussy now. Oh my God. Why? Dwight, you can have any man or any woman that you want. And I heard the story, you know, I heard it on sports channels, like, you know, like ticket and fucking LB and shit. Yo, that LB version of this, that, that the Dwight Howard video, funniest shit I heard all week. Funny than a bitch. But I got to put my two cents in, man. But Dwight Howard allegedly took this man to his mansion Late at night, got that man to Uber <laughs> out to the mansion. And there was another man already there. You dig what I'm saying? There's another digger there. And I guess the guy, you know, when he got there, you know, Dwight asked him, you want a threesome? Because, you know, these two guys have been communicating, you know, Old boy slid in Dwight's DMs and the rest was history. So then the weird freaky acts started, right? I guess the other dude that Dwight had over there started, you know, topping buddy off. And um, yeah, this is very fucking disgusting, by the way. I'm damn near about to throw up. So, then, the guy started getting uncomfortable. And told Dwight, I'm good. And Dwight and the other dude was like, no the fuck you not good. And then, you know, they allegedly took his boochie from him. His bar coochie. Now, if this is true, Dwight Howard need to go under the jail. It's already bad that you're in the closet and you just won't admit that you're gay. That's a problem within itself. And that's a mental problem because, you know, Dwight Howard presents himself as this alpha male that fucks a whole bunch of bitches, which he did. But bro, you're bisexual, nigga. Admit that shit. You like men. You like transgenders, you like transsexuals. You know, this isn't the first case that Dwight Howard had with a homosexual male, you know? The man had to have butt surgery. That told me everything that I needed to know already. When you missed the whole NBA season with your asshole out of place. Now, I don't know. I hope that Dwight didn't take that man Bucci from him. 
I really hope. I really hope he did. This is a wild situation, man. Crazy situation. And the motherfuckers was over there on that weirdo shit while his son was asleep in the other room. Cause I can't. I can't. What if little man would have woke up? He had to be traumatized by this nasty shit. Use a nasty motherfucker. Just, just, this, this, I, I, I can't even talk, man. Dwight. Fam, just come out, bro. Just come on out, man. I have a feeling, though, that I think that Dwight's going to get off scot-free. Dwight still has money, hopefully. Hopefully, he can pay this man off. Because if this is true, mm, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I just, man, <laughs> let's move on, dog. I'm off this shit. So, Drake. Allegedly delivers an update on for all the dogs. Allegedly, this is supposed to be the old Drake. We'll see. He said that his new album might be coming out in a couple of weeks or some shit. And that he's dropping a freestyle tonight. So, I mean, it's highly anticipated, just like everything else Drake has. But hopefully it's not a pack of doo-doo, and he channels her loss for all the dogs. Now, Travis Scott is finally dropping Utopia. You know, I'm here from my uh, peers and the streets that Travis is finally dropping Utopia. I hope so, man. I'm, I, I can't wait. So the first single is set to drop soon, and it features Bad Bunny in the weekend, and it's set to drop on Friday, next Friday. Wow. Let's go. Let's work, Trav. I can't wait for Travis Scott to drop. I can't fucking wait. I'm excited about this, man, because, you know, it's been a while since the unfortunate incident at Astro World, and I just can't wait till he drops, yo. Uh, so the Damian Lillard trade is not looking so hot. Portland is trying to coerce Damian Lillard to trust the process and stay one more year at least. I think that's what he should do, in my opinion, because, you know, if they was able to trade Damian Lillard, they would have done it by now. Trading a guy like Dame that has all that money on his contract is not as easier. It's easier said than done, in my personal opinion. And it's not looking too good. You know, I want it, I want Dame to win a championship. 
I wanted him to do it in Miami. You know, he's my favorite player in the world. Why not? Wish your favorite player win a ring. Oh, man, my prayers and thoughts go out to Gilly the Kid, man, as his son was killed in a triple shooting. Damn. Man, prayers and thoughts to the homie Gilly the Kid, Wallow, and their family, man. Wow. I mean, I, I don't have much to say, but, you know, to but to just give my thoughts and prayers on that particular situation. James Harden, Big Titty Harden, he says on his IG story, he's about to get uncomfortable. What the fuck does that mean? He about to start eating again. What is he about to do? We've seen James Harden's antics before. So what, is he about to up the ante? And do some wild and extremely foul shit? What you be, you uncomfortable? You mad because daddy cut all of your credit cards off? And froze your assets? Hmm? I don't know, man. Well, we just gonna have to see because um, according to reports, James Harden is expected at this point to report to Philadelphia's training camp. So we'll see. Is he gonna show up looking like Sherman, 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 Sherman? Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Or is he gonna show up like MVP Harden? The 60-point triple-double hard. I guess we'll see, right? What the fuck the deal is. Because, man, this shit... I just don't understand, bro. I really don't. Why can't Harden just fulfill that contract? You're getting $36 million. Just try to win another ring with Joel Embiid. And Tyrese Maxey and them. All Philly been eating is a bench, and they have addressed the bench in the offseason so far. I just, I guess I'll just never understand. So, let's see if I can check what's going on in these NBA streets. So I got some notifications on my phone. Let's check it out. Free agent Wes Matthews has agreed to a one-year deal with the Atlanta Hawks. Um, Matthews joins the Hawks after spending two seasons with the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, I like Wes Matthews. He's one of the last 3 and D players left, but he has, you know, experienced injuries the last couple seasons. If you could get, like, a productive season from Matthews, he'd be very valuable to that rotation. And the Atlanta Hawks are winning the offseason. 
straight up. They just are. Like these niggas really loaded up at guard. And they have serviceable backups just in case injuries happen to DeJounte Murray or Trey Young. But, I mean, I like the um, Wes Matthews pickup for the Atlanta Hawks. Moving on. You know, it's going to be a a, a short show. Some people don't like that. Some people do like that. You know? But if you got a low attention span, this episode is for you. Because, you know, this is New Music Fridays. And we call it GOAT for a reason. But first, before we get into that conversation, the homie Beat King, right? I mean, if you're unfamiliar with who he is, he's a rapper from Houston. You know what I'm saying? I hadn't realized that I was already, like, subscribed to that nigga page oh, uh, 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 for a minute. Since like 2015-ish. If that. I think I've been following Beat King for quite a while. You know, but I never checked out a full project of his. I always would forget. But today was the day that, you know, I decided to check the homie out. And, you know... My expectations were exactly met because, you know, I expected nothing but ass, 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 ass. That's all I expected. And that's what we got in his new release. And we are going to review his new project because, you know, he had a lot to say on here about his particular situation with his label. It's called She Won't Leave Houston. I wonder what's that what that is actually referencing. But we going to find out what's going on. All right, don't get caught up out here. It's an intro just plain and simple outside you know I, I heard a preview of that record it was live it's a fun short record 12 a.m yeah it's okay 20 ratchets featuring k carbon fire you know k carbon's one of my favorite new female rappers love her bottle girl you know he's talking about how he, he wants the bottle girl at the club. Back back featuring Juicy J. You know, we go have you know, we go have a talk about this soon. You know what I'm saying? Back back. Of course, you know, that's an ass shaking record. Play some club guy featuring Queendom Come. This was okay. Kind of mid to me. Come here featuring Day Day Sister. Oh my god. Ayo fam. Ayo fam. 
Shorty was wilding on this song. Day Day Sister was wilding. That's all I got to say. You got to listen to it. Eat em Up featuring Suki Hana is exactly what you would expect Beat King and Suki Hana to be. Nothing but ass, pap smears, and bloody pads. Cap, probably the weakest song on here. Didn't really care too much for it, even though it did sound different than every other song. I just wasn't feeling it. R.I.P. K. Samuels, my God. Beat King ripped this bitch. It's definitely my favorite song by far on the album. Easily. Homeless Bitch, comedic, hella funny. Turn You On is my second favorite song because that sample is fire. The Lick, that shit hype as fuck. Hype as hell. And my bad y'all intro, even though he's saying my bad, he was informing his fans on what happened to him, what happened to his album, and what happened with his label situation, and that he that you can learn from Beat King's prior situations. You know? All in all, She Won't Leave Houston is a very fun, entertaining, raw, unapologetic and fun project, man. Just straight fun. You know? Definitely something that you can ride to, play at parties, fuck a bitch to. Pretty good project to me. I was impressed. Not even gonna hold you. And now for the main event. The main motherfucking event. We got your boy. Nas. Dropping Magic 2. With Hit Boy. Man, man, man. If this wasn't everything I expected. This actually surpassed expectations. In my opinion. Like, this is Nas's 16th album. You do realize that. Nas is a veteran in the game. Nas is well-respected and the GOAT to many. We'll get to that GOAT conversation momentarily. Let's get into it. So, intro, got Don Magic 1, chairman of the ball, a famous player everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Got Don 1 on his beard. Shout out to Don Juan. Then we got Abracadabra. Oh, man. Nas comes out swinging like a old Adrian Broder. Office Hours for 50, featuring 50 Cent. Fifth kicked about eight bars on here. I was a little disappointed in this record. I expected it to be a little bit more epic. I thought 50 Verse was going to be at least 16 bars, but... He gave us an eight and a lot of talking like normal. It's okay. It's like a little uh, old school 50 cent freestyle. But it's okay. I like office hours though. Don't get it twisted. Black Magic. This is cool. It's a good record. Motion. 
is what I play in the intro. Let me tell you something. I usually rarely run shit back when I listen to an album. I like to listen to a project as a whole. But, you know, today I found myself running a couple of tracks back. You know, Beat King, Turn You On, and Nas. Motion. This beat is incredible. The lyrics are incredible. The concept is incredible. Like, nothing misses on that song, in my opinion. Bokeem Woodbine. This is a good record. I like it. Urban Magic Johnson. Oh, my God. This record here is a banger. Oh, my God. This reminds me of Till My Last Breath on the last album. You know what I'm saying? What this all really means. Nas has, you know, Nas and Hit Boy have had so much, you know, records where Nas reflects a lot. And Nas has a lot of these in his catalog. He got two CDs worth of this shit. Slow it down. This is cool. I'm not tripping about this record at all. This is cool. Pistols on your album cover. Definitely one of my favorite moments on here. Hands down. Fire. One mic, one gun, man. I'm so happy that Nas put this record on here. Because, you know, there was a... uh, a little tiff between 21 and Nas. You know, 21 Savage said that Nas was irrelevant and this, that, and the third. And, you know, 21 basically was just like, I wasn't trying to disrespect him, but, you know, that's those are my thoughts at the time. But obviously they have seemed to made, made up. But um, I heard One Mike, One Gun a few months ago, and that's one of my faves. This is probably my favorite record on Magic 2. I love Motion, but this here, incredible. All in all, though, Magic 2 is a classic. Hands down. You have the C word. I don't doubt it for a second that this album is a classic. Not even a doubt in my motherfucking mind that this shit here, nigga, this shit called death, nigga. This is incredible. Out of 16 albums, Nas might have 10 classic albums. I ain't gonna hold you. Because the first two King's Diseases, I think are classic albums. I think the first two, not the third. Magic was good. And then not to mention with the other Nas classic albums that too much time, but we'll get to that. But I definitely enjoy Magic too. Which leads me to my next question. With Nas dropping projects such as King's Disease 1, 2, and 3, Magic 1 and 2, over the last couple of years, this has made the GOAT conversation a little bit more interesting. Now me, I've been saying for years that Jay-Z is my GOAT and my favorite rapper. 
But Nas, it's, you know what today's game is. Today's game is what have you done for me lately? And Jay-Z has given me nothing lately. 444, that was 2018, if I'm not mistaken, correct? 444, despite that being a classic and all that, that's Kurt. But, 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 Sean, you haven't given us anything, brother. Man, you need to, you, I don't know, man. In my opinion, Nas might be the GOAT. Based on his uh, more recent resume and his ability to remain active. And Hit Boy may be the catalyst as to why. Huh. Funny that, you know, Jay-Z also has a, a Grammy with Hit Boy. Damn. Help one to help the other. My goodness. So I don't know, man. Right now, if I was a think, if I was a betting man, I would say it's a tie. But it might not be. Because Nas's discography is better than Jay-Z's. Now, Jay has more hits. Jay is still Jay's more relevant, even with Nas dropping five albums. Jay's still more a little bit more relevant because of what he does outside of the mic recording booth. But this is rap. This is a what have you done for me lately game. And Nas is looking more like the GOAT every day. Am I going to relinquish the number one spot? I don't know. But we have we we may have to look into possibly doing that. And putting Nas at number one because of him earning it. I mean, if you look at Nas's projects, okay. Illmatic, classic. It was written. Now, me personally, I think it was written, was, was overrated. A lot of people not going to like that opinion. But however, despite that, it's still a classic album, in my opinion. It's still a classic, but it's of a lower tier for sure. It was written, it's not better than a lot of classic albums. I'm going to just leave it at that. But it was written classic let me see if i can remember it off the top all the albums off the top of my head i probably i probably gonna skip some but who gives a shit um i am was trash well I, i'm gonna say i am was big nostradamus was trash um stillmatic classic godson classic streets disciple was dope not quite classic though but Streets Disciple was dope. Um, was Hip Hop is Dead after Streets Disciple? I think so. Hip Hop is Dead. Ah, I'm going to have to say yes on classic for Hip Hop is Dead. Hip Hop is Dead got a bad rap back in the day because a lot of Southern rappers criticized Nas and... That wasn't the message that Nas was trying to display. But I think Hip Hop is Dead is a classic myself, personally. Um, the album that was supposed to be titled Nigger, but Nas, close, but not really a classic, though. Even though Nas, or Untitled, 
whatever the fuck you want to call that album, right? Even though that was a very good album, I say it was close. Not quite there yet. I'm trying to remember what came after that album. Because I remember the Damian Marley album. I'm not going to count that. Then uh, Nasir. I mean, I love Nasir. But it's, I, I, I mean, I've had a change of heart over the years. I used to think that Nasir was just the, the shit. Classics, I believe. Yeah, I think I'm at five for him. I'm doing this without Wikipedia. I may have to take a look though. Because I remember Nas dropping something else too, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. But I said King's Disease 1 and 2 and Magic 2. So we're looking at eight. That's not bad. Oh yeah, I forgot Life is Good. How could I forget one of my favorite Nas albums? So that's nine. But all the rest of them I got right. So that's nine classics. That's definitely the most out of any other rapper. And if you've been following me as long as you have, y'all know them albums and classic albums hold a lot of weight. So, in my opinion, honestly, looking through all this, Nas might be the GOAT at the end of the day. It's hard, I mean, but you got to tell the truth in this game. One thing that I do stress to my listeners is the honest, is my version of the truth. But I think Nas may have surpassed Jay-Z at this point. Until Jay-Z puts out more music sorry hove it's a new king in town and Nas beat Jay in a battle that helps a lot too even though Jay Z is my favorite rapper and stuff it's all about what you've done for me lately and Nas has done way more for me lately than Jigga so, there is a new goat in town, and his name is Nasir Jones. And his name is Reggie Hammond IV. <laughs> but, that's my show. I want to thank y'all for coming through and fucking with me, man. Back-to-back shows, back-to-back days. We going to work! And oh yeah, YouTube. 
how you like me now. Even without y'all, I still get the same views. So you can't stop me, even if you stop me. Kingdom Radio, and I'm a Kingdom Uncensored, and I'm out this bitch. <laughs>